Welcome to Stories of Rune Terra. My name is Guy Black, a Ravenhood here on the interwebs, and I'm just a humble storyteller here to draw you into the vast world of Rune Terra in the year 2023 by Riot Games. The Riot Games community has crafted an incredible universe where psychiatric and medical help is available to the whole mundo. <laughs> Each week we jump into the Riot Games universe and narrate something from the world of Runeterra off of the Riot Games universe site. Think of this entire project as kind of an audiobook of League stories and lore by yours truly. This week's story, and another fan request, I got three more down the line after this one, is Dr. Mundo to kick off the year, the Madman of Zaun. And now, for my terrible impression. Oh, me must be good doctor. Patients never come back. Not gonna lie, I'm getting some Scooby-Doo vibes. Like Zoink Scoob. Utterly mad. Tragically homicidal and horrifyingly purple, Dr. Mundo is what keeps many of Zahn's citizens indoors on particularly dark nights. Now a self-proclaimed physician, he was once a patient of Zahn's most infamous asylum. After curing the entire staff, Dr. Mundo established his practice in the empty wards that once treated him and began mimicking the highly unethical procedures he had so often experienced himself. With a full cabinet of medicines and zero medical knowledge, he now makes himself more monstrous with each injection and terrifies the hapless patients who wander near his office. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Well, welcome to our, I'm calling it the new season, even though there wasn't really any break because it's a new year, and why not? Welcome back to the new season of Stories of Rune Terra. I'm kicking it off with a whole month of fan requests. If you got a champ you want me to read, narrate, etc., hit me up on the socials at Ravenhood uh, on all of them. We're going to see if I can do some new things this year, or I guess this season. I don't actually have defined seasons. I'm just, you know, it sounds cool to say that. But I'm really thankful for everybody that's jumped in and kind of, you know, enjoyed the stories. I've been chatting with some of you guys on Instagram and Twitter and, and uh, the like, and it's really heartwarming to hear the ways that I've been able to encourage you. So just want to say thanks again, and if you have a drink, cheers, Clink, to uh, whatever the year has for you. Hopefully I can be a small part of it. Thanks again for listening. Now let's get into Dr. Mundo. In the wards of Zahn's infamous asylum, a single monstrous figure roams the halls. His methods are bold, his bone saw is sharp, and his patients are terrified. For this man is no doctor at all except in the fantasy of his own mind. Though his true name has been lost both to time and memory, Dr. Mundo was once an enforcer for one of Zahn's most powerful Kim Barons. Known for his boisterous affability, he was remarkably good-natured for a man who made his living off of physical intimidation. 
He was always quick with a familiar nickname and a friendly clap on the back, and often blissfully unaware of the toes he was stepping on. It wasn't long before he had stepped firmly on the toes of his boss. Determined to make an example of his underling, the Kim Baron had him committed to Oswald Asylum, a place well known for its inhumane treatment and questionable cures. The Baron watched with satisfaction as his enforcer was placed in restraints and dragged away to the padded confines of the asylum's most secure cell. As months went by, the enforcer suffered unspeakable horrors at the hands of his supposed caregivers. Experimental treatments were rendered without concern for the patient's well-being. Nerves were prodded, lobes were severed, and unproved medicines were administered in large quantities. The enforcer began to change, his large frame gaining more muscle by the day. His brain, however, suffered a far worse fate. As he lost all memory of his past life, the Enforcer struggled to make sense of the cruel world around him. He looked down at his old restraining jacket. It almost resembled the white coats of the medical professionals that surrounded him. Misreading the words on his own uniform, he began to assume a new name and a new profession for himself. I must be a doctor too. Why else would I be in this wretched asylum, he reasoned. And all these other people must be my patients. At last, the day came when the Kim Baron arrived to discharge his enforcer from the asylum. To his surprise, there was no one to greet him in the lobby. The halls were empty and dead silent, save for the faint, incoherent babbling of a deranged patient in the room at the end of the hallway. The Baron entered the room to a horrifying sight. Scattered across the floor were countless bodies, staff and patients alike dismembered beyond recognition standing above them. A hulking, purple monstrosity blathered unintelligibly as a large blue tongue lolled out of the side of its gaping mouth. Muscles bulged grotesquely beneath its undersized garments, and its fist tightened around the handle of a surgical saw. The Baron turned pale as his gaze found the face of the monster and recognized his old enforcer. The enforcer, who recalled nothing of his old boss, saw only another patient in desperate need of treatment. The purple thing lumbered towards the Kim Baron, wagging his bone saw in anticipation. The Baron drew his Kimtech pistol and fired. The shot tore through the looming mass in front of him, staggering the monster but only for a brief moment. The hole in the creature's flesh quickly closed as new slabs of muscle rapidly regrew over the wound. The monster paused and eyed the Baron quizzically and uttered, You sick! Need help! Mimicking what he had performed and seen performed countless times by the asylum's former practitioners, the enforcer threw the man on a nearby gurney, strapped his arms into the restraints, and prepared his instruments for surgery. The Kim Baron turned pale as he realized the grim fate that awaited him. The ensuing surgery, like so many before it and after, was not successful. The burgeoning doctor added the remains of his latest patient to the pile on the floor. Though he was saddened he could not save him, he knew he had done all he could. Besides, he would have other chances. Zahn was full of sick people just waiting to be cured. 
With a smile returning to his face, he left the hospital and set out into the streets to find more patients. Today's story is entitled Do No Harm by Anthony Birch. It has been while, Mundo thought, stroking the massive purple tongue that hung from his mouth like an executed criminal swinging from the gallows. Since Mundo made a house call. He rolled out of his bed, a large wooden box filled with sharpened knives and rusty nails, brushed his teeth with a nail file, and ate breakfast, a cat. Mundo felt exuberant. He felt alive. Today was a fine day for practicing medicine. He spotted his first patient hawking shimmer drops just outside Ranker's limb maintenance. The man limped around in a circle, shouting at everyone within arm's length about how shimmer drops would make their eyes roll into the backs of their heads, and how if they didn't buy some right now, right this second, then they were going to be damn idiots, and did you just give him a condescending look because he'll kill you and your family and your family's family. Mundo took out his notepad, a tool he often used to mark down observations about his patients, both past and present. The notepad was large, yellow, and imaginary. Patient exhibits signs of mania, Mundo would have written if he hadn't been tracing random squiggles in the air with a meaty finger. Hmm. Possible infection of nervous system via cranial virus. He might have inscribed if he were capable of such multisyllabic thought. Mundo cure head and face area good, he said to himself. Rank was just about to pack up his shimmer drops and head home for the night. He needed to get new shoes. These ones rubbed his feet raw when he walked, and at the end of a long day's work, hadn't he earned the soft leather of gray eels? Eh. Well, as Rank was thinking this, a huge purple monster jumped out of the shadows and yelled, Mundo has results of your blood work! Mundo left his first patient, more or less as he found him, save for a few limbs, and took to the Commercia Fantastica, a market specializing primarily in gearwork toys. Though most of the shops were closed, Mundo spied a lone Zonite teetering to and fro as he stumbled down the path. The Zonite sang a song of a Piltoven beauty and a shy boy from the Undercity who loved her, except he seemed to have forgotten most of the words apart from big ol' eyes and gave it to her. An empty bottle dangled from his hand, and he looked as if he hadn't had a bath in months. Was this man afflicted by the same disease that had ravaged the shimmer drop dealer? Was this a virus, an epidemic in the making? Mundo had to act fast. This was clearly a man in need of medical attention. Hmm. Take two of these and talk to Mundo in the morning, the purple monstrosity said as he tossed a bone saw into the drunk's back. Mundo descended into Zahn's sump level. If there was a virus going around, chances were it originated here. There must be a patient zero somewhere. If he could just cure the first sufferer of this mystery disease, Mundo knew he could cure the rest of Zahn. But how was Mundo to find one specific patient in the sprawl of the sump level? What steps could he take to isolate, quarantine, and fix this most suffering of Zahnites? How would he... 
Mundo heard something. Footsteps. And a rhythmic clang of metal against metal. He followed the noise as carefully and quietly as he could. Wouldn't want to spook a patient into running away and infecting even more people. And found... Ah, and found exactly what he was looking for. A young boy, no older than 15 probably, with a shock of white hair and a large metal sword-looking thing in his hand. He had some sort of mm, hourglass tattooed onto his face. Maybe a warning, a symbol that he was not to be approached under any circumstances. Mundo knew he'd found him. This was patient zero. It would be a complex operation requiring skill, planning, a careful eye, and... You might feel a little sting, the creature said, leaping out, his enormous purple form hurtling through the air, massive bone saw in hand, tongue flapping in the wind. The boy was surprised, but not unprepared. Anyone hanging out in the sump knew that he'd be ready for trouble at a moment's notice, and the kid had plenty of time to prepare. Nothing but time, in fact. Ugh. No two ways about it, this was a troublesome patient. He refused to answer Mundo's questions about his medical history and continued to evade Mundo's attempts to make him take his medicine. He repeated himself over and over again, perhaps suffering from a case of physical amnesia, and had no respect for Dr. Mundo's authority. The two scuffled over the child's sickness for what felt like hours. Mundo made what he thought was very salient points about the merits of treatment, but the child constantly evaded Mundo's attempts to help him. Mundo grew tired of arguing with the boy. He mustered up one final attempt at treatment, wielding his precision scalpel with the artistry of a Demacian duelist. The words of his medical vows, Mundo fix all things. Mundo do medicine very hard ran through his head again and again. His desire to cure this child filled him with purpose and determination. He swung with all his might. Ah, the treatment was a success. Oh, but then somehow the treatment reversed itself. Whatever good Mundo had accomplished in his last attempt at a cure was suddenly undone. To Mundo's utter confusion, the child scurried away, utterly uncured. Mundo screamed in irritation. Why can't Mundo save them all? He screamed into the sky. But not every operation was a success. Mundo was to be the first to admit that. Still, Mundo tried to focus on the positive. Apart from this most recent patient, Mundo had helped an awful lot of people. He'd done a full day's work, and now it was time to rest. As the sun came up, Mundo retired home and tucked himself into bed. Who knew what tomorrow might bring? Another patient to help, another epidemic to stop. A doctor's work was never done. I'm not gonna lie, some of the descriptions in that little delightful tale made my skin crawl. Um, I'm not a medical, don't like needles, I mean, I take care of myself like I don't like it at all. 
So that's why it felt a little, little, if it gave me a little bit of the wiggles. I didn't feel great. Anyway, it's fine. It's totally fine. I'm not going to have nightmares. Are you? I'm not. What are you? I'm actually not. Anyway, there you go. If you don't like medical stuff, this was a delightful little foray into the imaginations of a madman. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Let's kick the year off well. May your year prosper. May you find health and happiness. And I think that's all I got. If you have any champs you want me to read, don't forget to reach out on social media. You guys are great. I appreciate you all. And I will catch you on the flip side.